Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue, and we're arguing about how we're going to present this podcast to you. <laughs> it happens every time before the podcast. I don't, you know, most recently I just put up um, a. It was a screenshot of you and I mirroring each other. Yeah, in, in a bra. It was a it was a video, live video on the zigzaggers. But it's like that's scary. Well, and people are like, oh, this is just like sympathetic mirroring, like in psychology. I'm like, no, you no. don't understand. Well, 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 but that is that <laughs> it is, is. I mean, but, they do call it that, but it's deeper. <laughs> well, I I don't know if you if you I, if if you're coming from a psychologist's point of view, this is what I believe. I I don't know. If, now, somebody can correct us, but what happens is, as a baby, I will mimic you, mm. and then you will mimic me. So, like you said, we just have one brain left. Yeah, we exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying it is mirroring, but it's it's. But just, but they, there's a. It's mirror. not like strangers or. No no no. There's a mirroring know. to um, manipulate people, right? Yeah. So like. I don't know what it's called. It's like non-mirroring. Like you're talking very angrily or something, so I should talk very calmly so you because like you will mirror yeah. me. Right. Um, I uh, one time I was like, well, okay, I don't even know if that's a good story. Anyway, never mind. Because <laughs> this because this podcast is about hemming. It's about marking hems. Okay. Not mirroring, hemming. But so, but it, it's nice to have a mirror if is. you're hemming. It is. It is nice to have a See, mirror. See, we can segue. Even we can segue. It's That's one good thing to have we can a mirror do. if you're just doing it for yourself or for someone else. I I, I really don't like to mark something unless I can see. I want to see someone in the mirror, and I like them to see themselves in the mirror. Great. Both. So we did do, just in case uh, you are interested, if you're a ZigZag member, the November, ZigZag member November, uh, video was all about marking alterations and so we went into a little bit more detail about some other things and we did very visual of course you know stuff in the video but uh so so now we're going to try to talk about it and give you a visual image right let's not be too good they should join the zigzaggers oh, that's right no i'm kidding i'm kidding uh so we're just going to talk about marking hems though today uh, on the podcast but if you are interested in something a little bit more in depth and interested in hearing mom open you a hear coke this? can pop okay <laughs> uh, there we go first thing you do when you mark ham is you open your can you open a can yeah. all right so what is our what was the this number one alterations rule that we discussed well number one 
the him should be marked on the person. The garment should be on the person. Right. You you know, measuring a garment and then measuring, oh, this is how long the hem, you know, and these being like not connected to the person. There's things drape and fall of fabric, you know, Have those we... sorts of things. Now, maybe they don't count so much on some things. That's right. Okay? That's right. But um, if you want to look your best... Put, right. put the garment on. Now, yeah. I'm not saying we haven't improvised or we haven't, you know, in a... Especially if there's, like, something, it's like a long distance or a oh, yeah. Now, a lot of times in a long distance circumstance, you know, what I have done and asked for that measurement, which is hollow to him, which is yeah. that hollow in your neck mm-hmm. to the hem, which, would, like, on a dress would be to the floor or the right. knee or below the knee or wherever you want. And make the, I would make the dress, like, three or four inches longer. Great, yeah. And then... I would finish the dress and mail it across the country or the globe or whatever and hope that someone else on the other side is going to hem it. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, put put the garment on the wearer if at all possible, everybody. And they should have on the type of shoe Uh that they're going to wear that garment with. And they should have on the type of undergarment. Now, you know, if it's a pair of jeans... The underpants might not matter that much. You might be able to hem it with or without underpants, right? Yeah. But, um, you know, if it's definitely a dress or something that needs, needs a more constructed uh, undergarment or that's your plan is yes. to wear a more yes. constructed undergarment, then you should have that on. Also, sometimes certain people are wearing, like, suit pants and they're going to wear them with heels or mm-hmm. I know I'm going to wear these jeans with flats all the time well or these are da, and, da, da, da. and nowadays it makes a big difference with men and it didn't used to because I don't know if you've ever seen you know a cross trainer or a running shoe has this big huge sole on it yeah now. you think those okay. sports shoes are just real thick well they're really to... high uh-huh. and if they're in there if they're trying on a dress trouser uh-huh. that they're gonna wear their wingtips with there's can be an inch difference in the sole. So yeah. Point. So what you you know what you don't want is them in their wingtips with their dress trousers scraping on the asphalt. Yeah. So it it makes more difference with men now than I feel it used to because just of the construction of shoes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, at, we're used to I just say put your shoes on. Yeah. You know, yeah. And but now, like I said, I mean. I know, you know, your dad, he's got these shoes and they have these like big wedge heels. Cushions and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're full of air and pockets. And, and gel stuff. and yeah. whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all that marketing crap all, that all probably that nobody really needs. Springs and, yeah, exactly. Although he's very happy with them. So Good, good. Yeah. Um, okay, so you've got the garment on the wearer. And then with pants, well, and like with everything, okay, right. this is all really subjective. Yeah, it is. Okay. I, and sometimes it's a trend. Yes. And I w- just want to empower people. You know, there are some guidelines you'll read that, like on some dress pants, that they should break on the shoe. Break on the shoe. Right. There's like a little bit of a fold to the right. hem on the shoe. So actually the front of the pant touches the shoe. Right. And there's it winds up the break being sort of like, you know, where it doesn't fall straight. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Because... And well, I don't know if this is why, but how what I imagine is then when the person sits down in these right. pants, they aren't too short. You you know, it used to be you didn't want to see the sock, right? Or you weren't supposed the sock was supposed to be considered almost an undergarment, sure. a supportive. Didn't want to see those sexy ankles. Yeah. Uh, I also those hot ankles. Those um, the you got any ankle freaks out there? Anyway. <laughs> okay. 
All right, Mom. <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> so if you... Don't th- tell me you didn't go there, too. Oh, whatever, okay. whatever. I also, when I'm hemming my own pants, especially when I'm hemming my own pants, because uh-huh. I have to bend over to right. pin them, I'll, like, walk around in them yep. and sit down yes. and stand up. Yes. You know, so uh-huh. you can... Okay, you can let your client do this a little bit. I will actually, I like when I mark my jeans, say, or something, uh-huh. or my pants, sometimes I will put my foot like up on a little footstool and mark the hem and then put my foot down, and sometimes it's right. Purchasers of the Made to Measure Leggings class know this because there's this right video of you doing that. Uh, actually, there's a great video there showing you how to measure your leg. As one, your 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 out seam your, and your out seam, yeah. As, I guess we don't as being that. one person, the yes. out seam, right? Uh, so yeah, you can you can move around. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm standing up straight. There's the hem right. done. You can let the person move around a little bit. Uh, every garment should be marked. Okay, this is something that used to happen to me. Someone would bring in a pair of pants. Say, I'm just going to try on one of these. Uh-uh. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't work. It's just a risk. Even if it's they bought it off the same rack in the same place. Yep. It is. Or can't you just measure it from this one? Mm-hmm. Or here, I brought in my husband's jeans. Just mark this leg from this leg. Well, first of all, it won't be the same garment. Yeah. And it'll be a garment he's worn to death. Right. And now they've got a brand new pair of, you know, jeans that aren't out of shape or anything. Or, And you're like, I can't guarantee that. Well, do it anyway. And I'll tell you what. If they want you to do it anyway, you say, then you write that out for yeah, me and yeah. sign it. Mm-hmm. Because... Inevitably, they will bring it back to you and go, well, these are longer than the ones I brought in. (laughs) And, I mean, I just, I used to, if they really insisted. Right. I would say, write that out for me that you will be happy, you know, if I do it this way. Yeah, and we're really covering our butts here. It might work sometimes. Yeah. It truly might, but sometimes it doesn't. I have him things for people maybe that were, like, in wheelchairs. Mm -hmm. When they said, you know, my husband's in a wheelchair. These are his sweatpants. It just needs two inches taken off. Okay. Okay. That was usually okay. I also, I've had people who would say, I just want two inches off all these pants. And I'm like, I write down on the ticket, Uh two inches off the pants. And you have them sign it. All right. And then you save what you cut off. That's right. There you go. Okay. I almost always saved what I cut off the garment. Okay. Because I didn't want it this short. And I'd say, you know, we folded it up two inches Mm -hmm. and this is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um... The, the garment needs to be on the wear. Every garment should be tried on. I'm thinking about how I am going to be marking Derek's pants this evening. Well, also, some garments should be pre-washed. Th- th- I was just going to say that, Mom. <gasps> really? Oh, look. Let's mirror oh, each ooh, other. Ooh, ooh, we should do that ooh, acting yeah, exercise. Yeah, yeah, you all can't yeah, see yeah, us, but yeah, we're yeah. miming. We're miming each uh, other. Mirroring. <laughs> and in the case of my husband's pants that I will be marking this evening, they have been pre-washed many, many, many times yeah. because I have put off hemming them for... He bought them when I was pregnant with Jerome. <laughs> Yeah, and Jerome's over a year old. Yes. Well, I, was, I remember it being like, "I'm not hemming your pants right now." <laughs> the way I used, the way I would do jeans is, oh, I don't I'm, know what that was. It was. Oh, it's the set out of my ring again. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> actually, it was an embroidery hoop. I think I kicked it off. I think I did. Oh, okay. Anyway, we were mirroring each other, and we both kicked both it off. Kicked it off. Anyway, <laughs> um. When I, jeans, what I would do is I would launder them as hot as I possibly thought I would ever launder them, and I would dry them as hot as I ever thought. Because I swear, jeans, 
do continue to shrink over well, time. If they have just a little bit. The high cotton content. Yep. In fact, stretchy jeans seem not to shrink as much. No, they're not they as got, bad. They're not nearly as bad as they used to be. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. Can you even get jeans without well, like in them anymore? Derek, I, get, you know, I guess work club, maybe work, like a work. Yeah. Derek wears like these cargo pants to work. Right. They're sort of like a slack, but they are. You know, like an athletic, or like they're like a hiking pant almost. Yeah, he's an art like teacher. A cargo pant he can get away with kind it. of thing. You yeah. know, yeah. So, um, I think pre-washing is a really good idea. Yeah. And if you are hemming for someone else who is not pre-washed, you could maybe err on the side of like just a little bit longer. Give him a quarter inch, quarter inch, inch yeah. something like that. You know, that would be okay. All right, so it's on the person. Um, and you don't have to get fancy. All right. You just fold the pants up. Right. So, like, the right side of the fabric is toward the right side. You're mm-hmm. just rolling that up. Right. It doesn't matter if you're rolling it up two inches or six inches, like right. our pants. Um, <laughs> but Minimum of four for me. You're rolling that up. So you might roll it up a whole bunch and then slide it down That's a little right. bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're unrolling, like, a sock or something. And get that fit. Get it to... You know, lay nicely if it's laying straight, if you're getting a little and break. I like to do what you're saying. Fold it up, like, right side to right side versus folding it up under. under. I feel like when you fold it up under, you get some bulk, and it doesn't hang as well. And you only have to fold it once. I've seen people who are, like, trying to, like, fold yeah, no, it no, like no, they're no. hemming it. Only no. fold it once. You're yep. only looking for that fold, like, where that the one, end. Right, that one edge. Yeah, that edge where your mm-hmm. edge of your pants are, are going to be. Right. That's all you need. And you only need to do this. On one leg. Well, before we before, before we, we get, get to excited, that, okay. Right. We, let's. Uh, what do you use to mark this? <laughs> Everything's falling oh, apart here. CD just broke it's a thread lift. Apart, a thread lift. This is so. this is the thread lift I don't like. Okay, I'm gonna put some glue in that sucker. Okay. Anyway. Um. <laughs> okay, this should have been videoed, I guess. This we're, would have been a much better video. We've got some visual things going on. All right. Okay. What do you use to mark these? Okay. So, what should you have? at your hand, right? You should have some sort of chalk or something you can mark on your uh-huh. garment with. You should have straight pins and or I like safety pins. Just mom, just own it. Be like, I have safety pins. I have safety. Well, sometimes though, you may want a straight pin depending on okay, what's well, going on. But, but I think people don't often think of safety right. pins in this case. And you want those big hawker safety big, pins. The big, huge ones. You don't want no like, little ones. They're like what? Ones. Are they one and a half, two inch safety pins? I don't know. I'm terrible. I, don't know. I guess we can measure them. Things. But they're big ones. Like They almost look like what we used to call diaper pins. Um, and these are sharp. They're sharp, and if they're not sharp, and if they don't go through the fabric the first time you try, you pitch it. Trash it. Yep. If, if That goes with any pen, any needle, anything that's supposed to be sharp. If it's not, pitch it. Um, so I do. I secure every alteration marking like pin. that with a safety pin, unless it's something I need to mark Okay, how many chalk. safety pins do you need on a pant leg? I, I use three. Okay. Okay. So use one in the front, uh-huh. one in the back, uh-huh. and one on the outer side seam. Out seam. Out uh-huh. seam. Okay. Now, sometimes there's not an out seam, mm-hmm. and you may want to do it on the inseam, but I prefer, then I might, I might actually use four. Okay. If I had like a palazzo pants, yeah. I may use more, but that's almost like doing a skirt almost. Yeah. Yeah. Almost skirt like. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they might be a little taller in the front, a little lower in the back, depending on well, the wearer's preference. I rarely cut a pair of pants off straight. Right. Almost 
always I have them lower in the back, and that is how people like them. Yeah. They like it to break on the shoe in the front, and usually it's about a half-inch difference. Now, I have done as much as, like, an inch. Yeah. Okay? But usually the front of the hem and the back of the hem, there is a half-inch difference for Okay. Me. Uh, that's good to know. All right, so you've marked this with safety pins. They've moved around. Maybe they've sat down. Mm-hmm. You've only done this on one leg, though, right? Only one leg. Oh. And they have two legs, and I've only done okay, it on one. Okay, that's a good qualifier. Yes, yeah, this person yeah. is. Because I have a friend that doesn't yeah, have any right. legs. If yeah, you, <laughs> If you don't have legs, or if you only right. have one and, leg, and I, yeah, you, <laughs> you don't, don't have even to worry. have to measure hers. You just say, where would you like these? That's yeah. right. There you go. Right. There you go. Uh, okay, so if you, what do we do? Okay. Do we just mark one leg and take the pants off? Not exactly. Okay. We'll pause for but a minute. But I message. am only going to mark one leg, okay. and we'll tell you about what happens after the break. Hey, Mal. Hey, Mom. I heard you were easy. Oh, no. <laughs> How what does d- that mean? No, it means what, what you, I think what you really heard was, well, Mallory, your easy tea looks so good on you. Oh, yes. that, I, you know, I should have known if that it was something about something you made. Like you said, you're getting into your golden years. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, miss mishearing things. It happens. No, you're right? the one that mishears things. <laughs> I know this. You make lapel pins about it. Okay, so uh, I am currently wearing an easy tee, and I wear them all the time. Uh, the easy tee is a semi-fitted short sleeve t-shirt made out of a woven fabric, and you draft the easy tee to fit your measurements by taking the easy tee class. Well, how do I take this class? It's an online class that you can watch anytime on SoHere.com. To purchase the class, go to SoHere.com slash easy tee. That's just E-A-S-Y-T. Is this on my computer? It's on your computer. It's on your phone. It's on your iPad. The class is divided up into short, easily consumable segments, some of which you may not ever need to watch ever again, but some of which you might want to revisit. So you have the ability to mark lessons as completed and also to star lessons so you can go back and revisit the ones that are most important to you. And I can vouch, Mallory's easy tea is a lot easier than Mallory is. Once again, go to SoHere.com slash EZT to begin your pattern drafting journey. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. And we're back. 
after mom tried to interrupt, she was like, oh. Sam, I think we're being funny. Mallory's got this smooth segue. I'll mess it up. Okay. All right. Okay. So, uh, we, why are we not going to safety pin the other hem? Because we're actually going to give ourselves what I call a reference mark on both legs. Okay. Okay. So we're going to give ourselves this reference mark. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? Okay. Well, first of all, one of the other tools you'll, you'll probably need uh-huh. is at least a 12-inch ruler. I think an 18-inch ruler might be a better idea. Or 15-inch ruler is good, too. Or a hem marking tool ruler we have. You know, we've shown those before. I'll put a link to those. In put the a link to those. Show notes. And you are going to have the person stand up. Yep. You know, pretty much casually, not you know, straight. Right. But casual. Don't don't let them scrunch their shoulders and do all that stuff. Make sure they're, they're occasionally when I'm hemming things yeah. for people, they like go real wide with their feet. Well, I'm like, I don't they, need you to do they that. They do that. <laughs> yeah. And they will like scrunch their shoulders forward, and I'm like. Who, who told you to so do that? So just tell them to relax. Yeah. But anyway, make sure they're in a good standing position. That's, that's you know, they're, they're erect, but, you know, relaxed. And you are going to mark the back of the pant. And here's where your chalk and or your safety pin comes in. Okay. Okay? If I'm not going to transport these, I'll probably just use chalk. Okay. Okay. So what I do is from the floor... I pick sort of an arbitrary spot in sort of the middle of their calf yeah, someplace. Yeah, yeah. Okay? That's why I can't tell you, like, what How size tall. ruler to mm-hmm. use, right? Everybody's different. Right. So it's generally somewhere between, like, 10 and 15 inches, I would say. But, um, like, I, you know, on me it probably could be 6 and it would work. But anyway, um, so you're going to mark a line on one leg of those pants. Yep. Right? And let's pretend it's at 11 inches. It's at 11 inches. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to go over to the other pant leg, which is hanging nice and loose. And I may have folded it up so it would hang and not stack up on their foot. I'm so glad you said that. Okay. You want the other pant leg hanging freely as well. It can be hanging freely high. Right. If it wants. But you want it hanging freely and not stacked up on the floor, right? Or the shoe. And you're going to mark a mark on the back of the other calf. Exactly. At that level. 11. That 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 11 11 inches. inches. That 11 inches or whatever, 22 centimeters, whatever you, you know, whatever. Or an arbitrary stick. Yeah, if you just have (laughs) a a mark on it. (laughs) It just needs to be the same. So what this does is this can take care of disparities between the two. The hip or the the height of the foot or Whatever. What it can have you. also take care of any like human issue that you may have with like if you mark one hem and you mark another hem and then you get right. Oh my gosh, what's going on? Because it's very yeah. difficult to right. make them right. You especially on a pant leg. How do you make each pant leg be even? You know when they're two different things and and you know. So the point it, is, it's an art, not a science, too. Yeah. The point is when you take these uh, pants off the customer or off of yourself and you go to cut off the excess, you know, which, you know, you've got your hem allowance, et cetera, you line up that reference line that you made with chalk or you made with a safety pin. Right. And, you know, I'm going to bring this up here because there's probably some people that there are other reasons for pants having to fit a little bit differently other than, you know, bone imbalance or tissue imbalance or something someone could have what like 
a gastrointestinal implants, like a bag they wear or yeah. something under their pants or a catheter mm-hmm. or something, and you might it might take up one of the legs. A little bit of room, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they might need that. So, you know, they're already wanting to make that inconspicuous. So let's let's keep it inconspicuous yeah, for yeah, them. Absolutely. Right. right. Um, okay, so then you have this. Um, now, you did this a little bit different in the broadcast. I cheat, I guess. I <laughs> so you lay the pans out right. on your cutting table, and you lay them out like like you were going to crease a front and back crease, right? right? Like the mm-hmm. inseams are lined yeah, up. Yeah, this mark you know? is basically like where your back crease or uh-huh. are, you know, um, vertical fold would right. be. Right. So you're lining up those inseams, but then you get down there to your reference mark, and you line that up. So if there's a disparity there, right? now you'll know. You'll, now you'll, you'll know. see. Right. You line those up, and I pin... I, or when I'm teaching this, at least, uh-huh. I would tell people to pin through those reference lines. You pin the reference things together? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, it's great. I don't do it anymore. Now, the but, reason, but the know. reason I pin especially is because of this, like, little shortcut that I like to take. So the leg that's on top that's, like, closest to me, right. okay, is the one that has been pinned, mm-hmm. all right? And like we said, it's been folded to, you know, that edge of the pant. I do it the other way. I know, yeah. I know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been folded so that the edge of the pant, that's going to be the edge we want. Okay. Right. We just need the hem allowance added onto that. So I make sure everything is nice and smooth. And then let's say I'm going to add like a two-inch hem allowance. I just lay my ruler on top of that right. fold. And, you know, I stagger it down two inches. Mm-hmm. And then I rotary cut the other leg mm-hmm. that has not been pinned. So it, the other leg is, you know, hemmed length plus two inches right. for my two-inch hem allowance. Then I'll unpin other leg, the, the hem marking, okay, uh-huh. not the reference line right. pin. I lay that out flat. I flip it over, and then I trim right. to meet and the other one. And so what she's doing is she is cutting it from the other one she already cut. Right. She's not measuring or anything. She's using the other leg as a pattern. And that's, and that's your best bet. That's a really good idea. Yeah. You can also cut them at the same time. Now, generally that's difficult if it's like on a jean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know, um, you also need to make sure that there's no folds, that it's out really yeah. flat if you're Great. cutting both good at t- the same time. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, I, I, you know, I hate to say this. It seems like it's... That's happened to me before. Well, it also seems like common sense, but it happens. Well, and a lot of times, so, so you did give yourself like a two-inch hem allowance, right. maybe the fold can get hidden. Right. But if you've got a shorter hem allowance and you don't have that much room, right. maybe it doesn't get hidden. Uh, let's pretend that this person only needs like half an inch taken mm-hmm. up off these pants. What do you have to do, Mom? A lot of times you're going to have to take out the original hem. Okay. Okay. In order fold to get that it, fabric. And fold it down because you're just going to wind up with too much bulk. You can't like refold. You can't fold. You can't fold in the hem that's already there. Right. And think you're going to have something that looks reasonable. We have a podcast called How We Hem Jeans. Oh, we do? Yes. Okay. And it talks about choosing thread, uh-huh. um, about how to not use top stitch thread if you don't want to. Right. It talks about our special little tips for and, reducing bulk. Yep. Yeah. Um, so. Had, we need to link to that as well. That's one of our early yeah. episodes. And whenever I used to teach that, people would go crazy. Ah. And I honed that particular um, method method over about 20 years. I mean, I started out you and know, I kept adding and adding and adding till finally I got down to, this is how you match these bizarre color threads. Now, you know. Sam and I outlined some videos today that right. we're going to do. Uh-huh. And one of them actually is this pants 
marking uh-huh. technique. Yeah, it, and then the and other, we need to. Yeah. And the other is that hemming of the jeans, yeah. you know? And at first I think, oh, it's really not that many steps. It's not that big of a deal. But then I'm like, no, there, there's a lot of, like, there, thought and justification and reasoning There's as a, to why we do it that way. There is. It yeah. is it's simple. Uh-huh. It is simple and it makes a lot of sense, but there's a reason for each of those steps Yes, that makes you very... And you know, I have had people say, oh, and then when you wash them, they come out just right. And I'm like, yeah, because oftentimes someone will hem a pair of jeans and they look okay and then they get washed, you know, laundered yeah, and dried yeah. and they scrunch up and look awful. Mm-hmm. Now, there is out there on the internet how to maintain the original hem. And I, I just want to let you all know. Sigh. There's a lot, and there's a lot of people that have credentials behind their name that use this. I think it doesn't work. There is... Only one. Let's just talk yeah. about it. I okay. Think we, I think we might have covered this maybe. In yeah, a, but I it's think fine. we probably we did. Talk about it again. But um, well, first of all, it only works if if the leg of the jean remains exactly the same circumference. So the issue from where it's originally hemmed up to where you want to hem it. Right. So the issue here is like preserving this factory. It's preserving hem. this factory hem. Okay. And my method teaches you how to do a factory hem. Now the other reason I have seen this done is for a while it was a real trend to have these fancy hems at the bottom or laser cut hems at the bottom. Yeah. You know, some sort of wild kind of hem at the bottom that was decorative. Um, But that doesn't even work that well if you're late. You know, if it's not the same circumference, it's not going to work. Yeah, ZD and I, when we buy a pair of pants... If we buy a pair We know of the bottom's coming off. On my ginger jeans, I'm hemming like, I don't know, five inches off of them. Okay, you know, on, on, uh, <laughs> on, a, on a commercial pattern, pant pattern, yeah. I can just whack off four inches before I even cut them. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, exactly. or whack them off or, or fold it up or however I decide to. Yeah. But I arbitrarily know they're four inches too long, which means I have another two inches probably to, that I can hem. hem. So, so moving that moving that hem up what you do is you fold it like right sides together and you stitch very close to the factory hem and then you cut away your excess i've seen people like kind of secure that edge in different ways and things like that but like yeah if the circumference doesn't match up you're you're out of luck yeah it doesn't work also i've seen that scrunch up I've seen them scrunched the up laundry. and look terrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's what happens when, the they try to, is like when they try and get that original hem and they move it up. Mm. That's the same thing that happens. You wind up with two laundered, you know, um, crocked hems. Right. You know. So, um, crocked. There's that word yeah. again. Crocked is a line in your fabric that you do not want. That you can't get out. It has been <laughs> folded in or um, the light has hit it or yeah. somehow it's in your fabric and you cannot disguise it or get it out. I, I remember you saying that a few episodes back and I, it's like I'd heard it before. Yeah. But I hadn't used it. So that That's hem good, is just a big crock. Okay. It's a crock. It's a crock of hem. I, if you've used it before and you loved it, great. Yeah, if you like it. But, but I'm, I have... I have had people that used them. I have taught them alternate ways, and they're happier with the alternate way. When you when you got a few pairs of jeans to hem, like I do, for my husband, um, and you get going, 
Oh, boom, you can boom, do it. Boom. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. Wham, right. bam. Uh, right. Also, preserving a factory ham, I think, if we're just talking about like a top stitch ham here, yeah. it's a little overrated, first of all. Right. Um, and Absolutely. Our yeah. <laughs> I want it to be the exact thread. <laughs> Who's getting down there? Right. Again, exactly. we're talking about fetishes. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Your jeans hem fetishes. You should check out that How We Hem Jeans podcast, though. It's, it's really good for... For getting that look of the top yeah. stitching. Truly, a hem that's in the appropriate place is what's going to make your garment look, what do I, like, inconspicuous, attractive, right. not, you know, if you've got the factory hem on your jeans and they're six inches too long, somebody's going to be like, oh, those, those pants are too all, long. You know. all squirreled up and crocked around right. your leg. They're not going to look right either. <laughs> so let's talk about when you're hemming. We're, we've been on pants, so we'll stay on I think, pants, I guess. I think that this is just going to be pants. It's used to be pants? We're okay. like at 30 minutes. So, so <laughs> how much do I know to fold up? I don't know. What hem allowance hem, do I well, want? Okay, we have not even... Okay, hold on a second. We haven't, like, defined hem allowance. Right. Yeah, so hem allowance is what gets folded up underneath. That's correct. Okay, it might just get folded once. It might get folded twice, depending on what kind of pants. Like jeans, we we fold twice. Uh huh. Some a pants, jean, you... a, je- a jean type, I would say, okay. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so anyway, go. And go it gets top stitched. And it gets you top stitched. Usually, that that's folded twice is top stitched. And then there are blind hems. And then there's blind hems that's like a trouser or yeah. a more a more dress pant mm-hmm. or maybe a lighter pant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Now. The big like palazzo pants or what what would they call them now too? They like the even the you know, the yoga pants with the big legs, you know, they have the big My almost pleated legs. So, well, I think a harem pants has that little jaw. I but, don't know what you're talking But about. anyway, they they have a, a big flowy leg set. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times that is a tiny hem. Uh-huh. Okay. You don't want to fold up on that. Because mm-hmm. you really don't want it to appear it has a hem almost. Right. So um, we have a podcast about tiny hems, don't yeah. we? Or, uh, or, or we have or, a video at least. Or a video. I know we have a video. Which yes, is good. I know we have a video because <laughs> I remember doing Yeah, so sometimes if you have that big wide leg pant made of woven fabric. Right, and I'm talking like a flowy pant Flowy, here. flowy, yeah. Something that you're not wanting to add sort of a, a weighted hem to. Okay. Okay. I definitely wore like teal palazzo pants in high school. They were like all the rage. Just yeah. I don't know if anybody else born in like the late eighties, early nineties has these memories, but they were like a knit Well or even pajama pants, pants a lot of times <laughs> will require a pajama pant, you might put a tiny hem in, or you might put like a jean hem in that is folded up and top stitched. But let's talk a little bit about that, like trouser dress pant. Let's talk about a trouser. A trouser can be lined. Uh huh. So what do you do about that? Oh my, I don't know. Okay. Because I have never made a pair of lined pants. Really? No. Oh well. It does not sound well, like it's. Or almost... you may get a pair of no. lined pants <laughs> you you need to hem. So. If I was doing a trouser, say lightweight wool or poly maybe yeah. or something, I would probably fold it up an inch or an inch and a half. And one of the things that might determine that is does the leg change its width? Okay. Okay, because if it changes its width greatly and quickly, I might do a shorter hem because it will be easier for me to turn it up and keep it nice and flat. Right. Okay. So, um, how would I finish that hem? The way I would finish that hem nowadays is I would serge the edge of that fabric. Right. Okay. I would do a three thread narrow. 
Um, those of you who have a four thread in your machine and you have a machine you hate to, to re-thread, thread, go just, ahead. Just give it a four You're thread. You're finishing it You're off. You're not going to add that yeah. much bulk. And, I, and I, would, I would want it to match the fabric color. Yeah. You know? So I would just do that. And then, okay, I would pin up my hem. Mm-hmm. I would not press it. Okay. Listen to me. <laughs> I would not press it. Okay. And then I would hem it. And the way there there are several ways to blind hem it. Right. When I blind hemmed those trousers, those like tux pants uh-huh. for Sweeney Todd, and I didn't press the hem in, mm-hmm. okay, it was just beautiful. Right. I pinned them in four places. Right. I just I cannot believe how much easier it was not to be like dealing with all that right. stuff. You so know? you can use a blind hem yeah. on your Sewing machine. That's what I did because I don't you know how to use, use the blind hem machine. You can use a blind hem on your serger. Yeah. You can use a blind hem machine, my favorite machine for short people. Well, for short-legged people. <laughs> uh, I have one. Or you can do a hand blind hem. Okay. Okay? And all those will work. And if you want to press, if you want to crisp press, press it later. Afterward. After you put that in. Now, I have not, if I have a hemmed pant, I have not included it, okay? The hem is not included yet. I, what I will do is I will cut my hem mm-hmm. about a half inch shorter, yeah. say, okay? And I will fold it up wrong side to wrong side so that basically if I looked at the inside of the pant, right, I would have a finished hem and would not see the hem allowance. It would be up against the inside of my pant, Right. correct? Right, Okay, and I would hem it basically the same way. Or I might top stitch it. Yeah, and so these these, And heavier... it is separate, separate from the leg of the pant. Right, these, uh, I, I said heavier, but that's not what I meant. Um, these lighter weight fabrics, mm-hmm. um, they are... They might require a bit more of a hem for that weight, mm-hmm. or conversely, an itty bitty tiny hem. They can you can do a tiny hem, and some like I said, sometimes you can just you can serge it and and you know turn it up and top stitch it. But if you picture a pair of, of you know work trousers that are made of like a lightweight wool or a lightweight wool mm-hmm. poly blend, okay, now picture like a jeans hem put on those, like three right. quarters and three mm-hmm. quarters, then top stitch from the it inside. Would, it would be right. like. Too concentrated of a bulk. Okay, right. there. That's why that hem's not appropriate. So that's right. why there are different hems for different types of garments. So once I hem that lining, uh-huh. then what I'm going to do is I'm going to chain tack, mm-hmm. okay, my trousers, the inseam to the inseam, the outseam to the outseam. Okay. You know, inside my trousers. So that will be up about a half inch on my lining, which means it'll be an inch up. Yeah. Right? On my trouser lining. So you want to make sure that that hem isn't going to peek out. Yeah. That's the whole idea. I think earlier you misspoke and you said a hemmed pair of pants and you meant a lined pair of pants. Oh, I did. Okay. So if anybody else got a little confused, I think, yeah, I think you just used the wrong word there. So mom was talking about a lined pair of pants. Yeah, so this is a lined (laughs) pair. I'm sorry. It's okay. This is a lined (laughs) pair of pants. Um, But they need, you know, they are hemmed separately. They're, yes. The lining sort hemmed. of treat them like two different pants, and one is inside, you know, the other. So another way that you can determine how much to fold up is if these are ready-made pants. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. You just want to mimic how they've already been done. Uh huh. And you can learn a lot by looking at some ready-made garments. 
Absolutely. And if you ever have to take something apart in a ready-made garment to alter it, pay attention. And Mallory says, take pictures. Um, you will learn a lot, okay? If you're using a pattern, they will suggest if you're, you know, using this fabric or that fabric. Right. They will suggest, you know, an inch or an inch and a half or whatever. They will they will let you know. That's a good, that's a good thing to follow, too, I think, generally. Um, I, I don't see that particular piece of information messed up a lot in patterns, I guess, is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, well, like, the other thing that a pattern will have you do oftentimes is if it's a tapered leg, it will have you, you know bring the him out yeah wider. yeah it'll look now like the a... thing is is it never works because once you try them on that him then you gotta it, change yeah it anyway. you're gonna have to change absolutely. it absolutely but you can do that too now one thing we haven't covered today is like knit pant hems like cover stitches mm -hmm. and stuff like that but um you know it's kind of like finishing any knit and the marking process will be the same. Yes, um, the marking so, process is so. Absolutely if you're like, oh wait, same. what if I have yoga pants or leggings or something? Yeah, now yoga pants, you might not want them longer in the back than in the front. Sure. Okay. You know, I don't. Or I kind of like, you know, with legging, like I like a little scrunchy scrunch at my ankle. A lot of people like that scrunch Some at the bottom don't. of the ankle. Right. Uh, you know, I a do. A lot of people like to be able, if they have a yoga pant, to bring it over their heel. You're also doing so, you can do movement in your leggings that you wouldn't do in other garments. That's right. So, like, I want extra stretch. Right. You know, I want extra fabric there mm -hmm. to keep it, you know, from riding up when I'm, when I'm doing the splits all over the place in my leggings. Yeah. You know, yeah, when you're doing that. You know, when I'm doing that. All right. Well, that was uh, marking hems for pants. We didn't go into hemming, but the marking is itself its own art, I believe. So I'm glad yeah, that we got to cover it is. this. Yeah. Well, you can find us on Instagram. We are at SoHereCom. Uh, you can email me at Mallory at SoHere.com. And Mom, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.